Welcome to the Bo Sanchez Podcast. And my prayer is that through these powerful messages, you will live an abundant life. This podcast is powered by the Abundance Network. What's the wisest thing to do? If you're caught in a situation where you have to decide between option A and option B and option D, E, F, G, all the way to C, What's the wisest thing to do? That's a spectacular question to ask. I believe that when you're discerning, ask yourself that question. What's the wisest thing to do? But how do you know what's the wisest thing to do? That's what we're going to talk about today. And if you are making a major decision in your life, you better listen to our full tank video today. I want to read to you uh, Luke chapter 16, verse 1 to 8. Are you ready? This is a very unique parable. Most of the parables of Jesus, the star of that parable represents God, but not here. This is a very unusual parable because all the characters are, well, devious. <laughs> here we go. Luke chapter 16, verse 1 to 8. Jesus said to his disciples, a rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. See, told you. So he's not a he's not a very honest guy. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. So he was getting fired, okay, from his job. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? But basically he was being fired. I am not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do when I'm removed from my stewardship that they may welcome me into their home. So he's going to do something, another devious thing. <laughs> and this is what he did. I called in his master's debtors. One, he called on his master's debtors one by one. To the first, he said, how much do you owe my master? He replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. And on and on it goes about how he tells all these guys who had a, who had a debt to his boss, you know, oh, don't pay the full amount here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it smaller. Okay. So that's being dishonest. So this is what happens. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. <laughs> For the children of the world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. So I'm going to say this again. This parable is very unique. And no, Jesus is not saying follow this guy, you know, in his, in his deviousness, in his dishonesty, in the way he cheated his boss. No, but Jesus is picking out one particular quality, one particular action, one particular perspective of this guy and says, this is what you need to follow. What is that? The ability to act according to a certain future. I'm going to say that again. The ability to act according to a certain future. What's that certain future for this guy? He was getting fired. So he needed to act shrewdly. My dear friends, this is wisdom. This is the wisest thing. How do I know in a particular situation, should I take job A or job B? Should I take boyfriend A or boyfriend B? <laughs> should I relocate here or relocate there? Should I stay in the Philippines or migrate? Should I, you know, what should I do in certain situations, major decisions? What's the wisest thing to do? Ask yourself, what's the certain future?
and act according to that certain future. You know, my mom lived during the Japanese war. And so, every time I had a date with her, she would always tell me about the Japanese war. And one of the things that fascinated me as a kid was she would tell me that the Japanese money began to lose its value when people were hearing the rumor that the Americans were coming back, you know, that the promise of uh, General jo uh, Douglas MacArthur said, I shall return, you know, he, they were really coming back. And so the, 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 the value of, of the Japanese money was, was losing. And so my mom was telling me that when she and her mom would go to, to the market, you know, and, and to buy a bayong, you know, that, that's a native bag uh, for the non-Filipinos out there. A bayong, a, a, a native bag of food. They had to bring a bayong also of Japanese money, you know, just just reams of Japanese money. I So, so it was losing value. And then I'm going to share with you a story given to me by Nanai Kuring, the founder of National Bookstore. She's a friend of mine and she, she also lived during the Japanese war. And this is her story. She said that when she knew that the Japanese money was losing its value, she had to find out, find a way to, to exchange it. And she bumped into a, 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 a Japanese soldier, in fact, an officer that owned a warehouse of whiskey. <laughs> and she, she goes to this Japanese soldier and says, I'm going to buy your warehouse of whiskey. And so she got all her Japanese money and bought all, her, all his whiskey. And this is what happens. The Americans did come. And guess what? She starts selling the whiskey to the American soldiers and she gets paid dollars, US dollars. And I, and I was just laughing at that story about how wise Nanai Kuring was changing her current currency with the future currency. I'm going to say that again. She exchanged her current currency that was losing value with a coming currency. I'm sure you know where I'm, where I'm going with this. My dear friends, the current currency that we have now is money, material things, wealth, cars, clothes. Guess what? There's a coming future and we know it's a certain future. What's that? You're going to die. <laughs> Heaven is coming. Jesus is coming. Judgment is coming. That future is certain. You're going to die. You know what? Why don't you exchange your current currency with a coming currency? Heaven knows only one currency. That currency is love. That's the only thing that you can bring after death. That's the only thing. And my suggestion is this, because right now you are flooded with advertisements about the value of this world. The one with the most money, the one with the most beautiful cars, the one who looks nice, the one with the most fashionable clothes, the one with the biggest house, the one with the, you know, that's the value of, of, of this world today. But that's passing soon. And what you need to do if you're going to be wise is you're going to exchange that for the coming currency. Are you the most loving person you can ever become? That's the currency of heaven. And you need to exchange right now whatever value you have for that coming value. That's wisdom. Wisdom is saying, how should I act today according to the certain future that's coming? And, and if you can, that's wisdom. Right now, you've got decisions that you've got to make. 
ask yourself, what's the wisest thing to do based on the coming future? I'm going to be praying that God will speak to you and give you that wisdom. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for, for allowing us to be here in your presence. Though separated by, by thousands of miles, we're, we're, we're together in your presence. Father, I pray for every person listening, watching, watching this video. I pray that you speak. I pray that your word be, be your, your voice be heard in their hearts. I pray, Father, that you also guide those who are making major decisions at this time. I pray for wisdom for them. I pray that we grow in wisdom to be able to act accordingly to the certain future that's coming. I pray, Father, teach us how to love more and more every day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. You know, on Judgment Day, the question that will be asked to you is not, you know, how much money did you make <laughs> or, or how, how fashionable your clothes were or how shiny your car was, you know, not none of those, you know. God's going to ask one question. How much did you love? Did you love like Jesus? And I pray that, you know, material things are not bad, but you need to use the money and the material things in the service of love. God bless you. Have a great day. Do you want to grow in your finances and gain financial abundance? That's my dream for you. For every good person out there that wants to do good. You know, money for the longest time is seen as evil. But I'm telling you, from my experience, money becomes very good if a good person is holding it. And I want to teach you how to grow your money how to continue to experience that abundance for the rest of your life. How do you do it? For the past 15 years, we've been teaching people to do just that. How? Through the Truly Rich Club. And you, the moment you become a member of the club, we give a four-night workshop on what? The Truly Rich Stock Market Workshop for Newbie Investors. That's right, we start there, four nights. It's for free for members. I hope you come and join us. The way to do that is go to trulyrichclub.com, find out more about us, and then we'll be able to help you. Thank you so much. God bless you and see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a favor to ask. If you have not yet done so, subscribe to this podcast because that's how these things work. You know, the algorithm, etc. Somewhere, somehow it gets up in the ranking and then people will get to know more about it and people will listen and then people will be blessed and then the blessings will ripple and more and more people will experience God's love. Thank you again for all your support and I will see you next time.